0: Welcome to The Home Hour. I'm Kirsten.
1: And I'm Graham, and this podcast is the Home At class you wish you'd been offered.
0: We're two moms aspiring to create gracious homes that are welcoming and functional, all while dealing with real-life schedules, budgets, and children.
1: Stick with us, and we'll share and show what we know, what we've learned, where we've messed up, and how to fix it.
0: For everything we can't make up, we'll bring in the best experts we can find. You're listening to The Home Hour, part of the Life Listen Network. On today's episode, we're talking about the gracious art of caring for those we love and know when they're sick. Lee Corden of Do Say Give shares her list of tips and tricks to be the simply perfect caregiver.
1: We'll discuss what to say, what not to say, gifts for children in the hospital, how to truly make life easier for our friends and family, and ways to perk up those hardworking hospital employees.
0: Plus, why Graham is no longer allowed to roam hospitals without an armed escort, the one room a father-in-law should never visit, and how Sonic reigns supreme in the cold beverage world. All that and more on this week's episode of The Home Hour. Welcome home. Welcome home, Graham. Welcome home, Kirsten. And welcome everyone to The Home Hour. Today we're going to be talking about something that's a really important topic, and it's something that unfortunately we're all going to have to face in... um, in our lifetime when we have people we know and love who are sick and it's a really important topic and we have found the ultimate expert who is just so lovely, Lee Corden, to come and educate us. But before that, we have a sponsor today we wanna tell you about.
1: Yes, we've got Epic. And for those of you who aren't familiar with Epic, the website is getepic.com, but it is one of the world's largest
0: virtual libraries of books for preschoolers through about sixth grade. So it's it's a great thing. Basically, it's screen time and it doesn't count as screen time. And my kids have been out of school for a week and it feels like it's been two years. So this has really been something we've been using and loving for the last couple of weeks. It's ebooks, it's audiobooks, it's read to me books, there's fun articles and quizzes. Um, it's just... It's awesome. It's gamified. So they get like little badges and prizes when they've read a certain amount or listened to a certain amount of audiobooks. Um, my, I mean, the quizzes are really getting my kids. They're just dying to get their score on the quizzes to make sure they've been paying attention, but it's really been wonderful. And one of the nice thing is I have three kids that each have their own profile and they kind of got to go in and set it up and they got to pick what their interests were. And it was really cute to see them be like, you know, I'm interested in, in travel. I'm interested in science. And it was, it was really fun. And my uh, my seven-year-old was home alone. He, all the other kids were at different events, and I sat him down in front of this. And I mean, just watching him learn was darling. He 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 uh, read some books on sharks, and he just kept giving me shark facts left and right. They but love sharks. They're they nuts love for sharks. sharks. There's oh shark content on here, so um, it's it's darling. And one of the nice things is it's perfect for um, perfect for during the school year. My kids are having to do a lot of research now. like whatever Mm. they're studying they have to go online i don't want them googling things i don't want them going on youtube it's just so you know scary to put them out there this is perfect for that because they have all of a sudden this wonderful library at their fingertips and there's no um there's no content that you don't want them seeing which is awesome and there's no in-app purchases so you will not be getting a bill for this later um, for all the things they bought while they were in there which is wonderful uh, normally, Epic is $7.99 a month, which I think is really reasonable when you consider how much just one book would cost, and I'm getting all of my kids in this $7.99, but for our listeners, we get to try it for two months for free. So this is sort of an easy way to try it for summer. I mean, you're going to love it. So you go to the website, GetEpic, and you're going to use the promo code HOMEHOUR. Again, the website is Epic. And the promo code is Home Hour, and that expires at the end of July. So if you are listening to this a little bit later, hop on this right away. Um, and we hope you guys love it as much as we do. Thank you, Epic. Yeah, enjoy Epic. Thank you.
1: All right, okay. Kirsten, let's get fiscal. No, let's get talking <laughs> about. <laughs> About sickness and in health, because we do talk about new babies. But we found Lee Corden and just loved her. She is gracious. She is Texas. And I think everyone from Texas just kind of has that... I don't know. They have a lovely way about them. And she's filled with information as far as what to do when we have a friend who's sick. And that happens to us a lot. Or we have a neighbor who's sick or in the hospital or has a child who's sick. Or maybe you have a child who's sick. So we talk about it. And it's not necessarily like the most fun, uproarious conversation you've ever heard as far as like laughter and jokes. But it's You and I
0: don't make fun of each other in this episode, I think, at all yeah
1: (laughs) right (laughs) exactly so exactly we we really because i think we're just sitting there soaking it in it's not things like oh bring a casserole i mean if you're looking for that in the episode then find a different show i would say for this one but
0: it's <laughs> like an expert would... is not as good as Lee cuz Lee's right awesome.
1: i it's She's things really i never thought of you know like how to make a collage out of gift cards you know and just some things that i would actually want if i were sick or my children would want some really creative ways to make children feel comfortable so that's pretty fun but we want you our listeners to email us a little bit more we get some great emails and we are hoping that you'll send us an email. Hello at the home hour.com and Kirsten, what are we teeing up? What do we want them to tell us? We want,
0: we want to do a show on your listener questions because we've had so many people um, email us recently or leave comments on, our show notes and we're like you know what this is this is not enough for a whole show but we would love to address these in a more um, comprehensive way where other people probably have the same question so let's let's put it on the air so if you have a listener question for us we are going to later on in the summer be doing a listener question show so please email us hello at the home hour um or I'll make it even crazier
1: I'll, I'll, I'll throw down the gauntlet on this if you don't even want to have to if you're a listener and you don't even want to have to think of your own question just email hello at the home hour and say I'm game and what will happen is I will find you and I will call you and I'll ask you a question of my <laughs> own choosing and we will put it on the show and it'll kind of be like um what's that when they don't know
0: I have no idea I don't, I don't know. know you've lost me Graham I don't know
1: Email us hello at the and say, I'm up for a challenge. That's all you have to say in your email. And I will email you back and I will find your phone number and we'll get you on the home hour. Because I was looking at our demographics. Man, you guys are spread all over the country the other day. Do you all know over our number? Yeah, all over the world. That's true. But um, all over the country. We are all over the Midwest. And to be honest, I've never lived in the Midwest and I want to hear what you guys are
0: up to. <laughs> we have questions for you. Um, okay, well that'll be coming up later but again getting back to lee um we Graham and i both had friends who have have been unexpectedly sick in very different situations and recently um and you really realize like all the things you thought you knew and all the ways you thought you could help you really realize um oh wait i don't know what i'm doing and i don't want to do the wrong thing um so even if you think you've had this experience i think this is just such a good Perspective, and we hope you guys really enjoy hearing from Lee as much as we did. And we hope you find it useful.
1: And we are thrilled to welcome Lee Corden. Lee, welcome to our show. Welcome to the Home Hour. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to
2: speak with y'all today. Welcome, Lee.
1: Super super excited. And I have to say, you've developed a little bit of a subject matter expertise. Obviously, you talk about being gracious and just being thoughtful on your site, do say give um, all the time. But what really kind of resonated with me and one reason we thought we would talk to you today is you've done a wonderful job kind of encapsulating when life goes wrong to an extent um, and when we have people who are sick and when we have people who are down and out and then the happy times when we have people who have had a new birth or something to celebrate. But we thought it would be wonderful because unfortunately, and I have to say this, I have known a lot of people who've been sick lately and it's making me... You know, not only sad, but it's making me feel very, um, you know, just out of control. I guess not knowing what to do to not overstep my bounds, but um, but also to make sure that I'm treating people the way they want to be treated, and really kind of lifting them up. So we thought we'd just kind of walk through some of your articles and just hear from you, basically.
2: Well, thank you. Okay. Well, yes. And um, the reason I started do say give in the first place is because we had experienced, unfortunately, some really difficult trials in our life with a um, pregnancy complications and bed rest and then a, a sick child. And, um, and I found that people generally want to do and say the right thing, but they don't always know what that is. So either they just don't do anything or they do something that can end up being a little hurtful. And so I, when I was looking, there really wasn't a place online to go and figure out what to do, you know, when your friend has, you know, comes down with cancer, or is diagnosed with cancer, or, you know, a friend, you know, maybe has a miscarriage or loses a baby. Um, And so I, I, that was my idea for Do, Say, Give. And um, it's been just a, a wonderful way
0: to kind of educate people that have good intentions on with specific things that they can do. Right. And I feel like we've talked about this before. The reason why etiquette is so important isn't about, you know, being stuffy or being, you know, prim and proper. It's because Having some hard and fast etiquette rules help us to show kindness in the right ways. And I feel like when there's something like a, a sickness or a hospital stay or life and death situation, like those etiquette mistakes can just be magnified. And what you know, what was meant to be a slight misunderstanding could really hurt someone. So I love that as we're going through all these tips with you, you're just, I think that I think the thing that comes across is thoughtfulness, thoughtfulness, thoughtfulness. Like everything is, don't just do something, think it through. So let's, let's really dig in. Okay. okay. And there's different relationships here. There's family members who you're super tight with, a best friend that maybe feels like a family member. But then there's also sort of the B team friends. The friends that, yeah, they're nice, I like them, we're, we're just not that close, or even right. acquaintances. So how do, we, mm-hmm. how do we handle having sort of those multiple levels and knowing which level you might fit into for someone?
2: So I say if you are, you know, if, if that person counts you as one of their top, you know, three or four friends, then you have the, the right and the ability to, to step forward and be, like, be in the fold, right, and and help them. Um, for instance, if, if a friend is diagnosed with cancer, you know, if she has a sister in town or somebody, that person might end up being kind of the contact person, you know, but if if she doesn't have family in town, it might be you if you're her best friend or one of her close friends. And and I try to recommend, um, and, and I've seen this a lot, is to protect the person who is you know at the center of the situation, whether it's an illness or you know whatever. Um, they, you need to have sort of a, a, a point person who almost acts like a, a barrier or a guard because you kind of do need to, it can be very overwhelming because people, you know, with the texts and the calls and the can I do this and can I do that, to have someone take that, because it really can be a burden to kind to coordinate a lot of this stuff, um, to have somebody to take that for you, to take that off your plate. Um... And so, yeah, I would generally, and I don't know if you've ever heard of something called the ring theory. I linked it in one of my posts, but um, it's basically like if you, if you picture the person who is diagnosed with the illness or, you know, has the tra- tragedy, um, put a ring around it and keep putting rings around that person. And, like, the first ring might be her husband, and then the second ring might include, like, her parents and her sister, and then the third ring might include her best friends, and then the fourth, you know, and, and so and the next ring might be her you know, school friends and church family. And, um, it talks about how you, if you're wherever you are, you want to go, you don't want to like, you go out, you go out from there. Right. So if you, um, or if you want to help sometime, I'm not explaining this well, but if you want to no, help you somebody, don't go like directly to the center of the ring, but go to like the next person, if that makes sense. Um, and I, I explain it better in my post, but, um, but generally I think the four, four or five friends is, or five closest friends is a good kind of measure of whether or not you you know need to be showing up at her doorstep kind of thing
1: right kind i of love when that you, when you're going to step in and what to do but i think okay going back and then we'll really dive into the nuts and bolts of just some actual yeah. tangible things we can do i think you mentioned you know that people can do the wrong thing and i think that's what leads to a lot of us feeling absolutely paralyzed when trying to help someone because there are mistakes that can be made um, in these kind of touchy times. And I think that if we have kind of a laundry list of physical things to do and tangible ideas of uh, what would work that it kind of takes away a little bit of that paralysis, right? Um, yes. because for example, I think about, um, you know, when I know someone's sick, I say, well, if you ever need me to pick up your son, your child from school, let me know. And the truth is, I don't think that's probably very helpful. Like, yes, it's a show of support for me, but I think maybe I should go in and like be a little more proactive, you know, and yeah, say, sh- yeah, Tuesday, I am, will be at the school. I will be driving past your house. Please let me because I'm going that way anyway.
2: Yeah. General. And I say that too. General. Um, how can I help is just too overwhelming for people that are going through something. Like, they just can't even, like, process it, so they just put Mm -hmm. it out of their mind. But Mm -hmm. if you, um, you know, if you're an acquaintance and, you know, a neighbor and you text, I'm at Target, do you need some laundry detergent? Or, you know, what five things do you need? Or um, let me, you know, instead of just, hey, how can I help with your children's, Say, hey, I'm already taking my daughter to volleyball on Tuesday, so let me take yours too, and just say, let me, and they'll mm-hmm. turn you down if, if it's not going to work, but mm-hmm. giving those specifics are so much easier to say yes or no to than, oh, now i got to think of something that this person can help me do. They just, you just don't have the energy, the mental energy to do that.
0: I love that, and that's, that's I've heard that before, the, the specifics, but I also, can we get into what not to say when we're talking yes. about fear, because okay. you have a very specific list of things not to say, and they're genius
2: yes okay so first how are you it's, it's like good intentions but again in most in, in many cases it's just people may not want to talk about it but it's just such a general broad-based question and people are just full of all different kinds of emotions like where do you even begin where i am you know or how i'm doing um also You know, something. If someone is dealing with a sickness, don't ask them like personal um, questions. Even if it is your best friend, if they want to talk about it, you know, you say, "I'm here. I'm here to." If you want to talk, or if you just want to watch The Bachelor, that's that's fine too. You know, um, something like that instead of, "Hey, tell me every detail of your last doctor's appointment," so I know. You know, that's that's overwhelming to people, Um, and it's also a boundary thing. Also, um, this is kind of one of my like pet peeves when people say. Hey, um, my sister-in-law's cousin had this same kind of cancer, but it wasn't the same. It wasn't exactly the same. And this is, you know, in in da da da. You know that the comparisons, mm-hmm. whether they're good or bad, it's just it's usually not helpful. Um, also, hey, have you tried essential oils? <laughs> Nothing against essential oils, but I just, you know, and it could be anything. Have you tried this? You know, whole food diet. Have you tried this? You know, so and so exercise. I, I'm not. I'm just using those as examples, but I think, you know, saying, um, suggesting something that they may not have thought of, there's a way to say it, but not like, I don't know. Does, does that make sense? Like it, yes, kinda it, be, it can and be insulting a little bit.
0: Right. And it feels like you're trying to be helpful. Like, oh, you haven't heard. And it's like, yeah, you know what? Your doctor who went to medical school has probably heard of that, that drug, you know what I mean? But yeah, and most likely and you want that to be helpful. person, has, I could see that coming from the right place, but also yes. just seeing totally not the right thing to say most
2: people have you know been on google you know and they know everything and they don't know everything (laughs) but they they've done some research they know um but if you like for instance my child um our second daughter was born with a lot of medical issues and i was completely overwhelmed there was not she didn't have a clear-cut diagnosis i was very overwhelmed we visited doctors all over the country um we were just doctors and therapists five or six times a week. And um, I was overwhelmed and I, I actually did welcome help. And if someone had said to me like, hey, it, I know you're trying to figure this out, would it help me, would it help you if I researched some doctor? You know, if you, pr- if you know that that's an issue and, and, they, and that would take a burden off of them, then that's, that's one thing. But um, in most cases, if it's a clear cut diagnosis and they've come up with a treatment plan with their doctor, like don't, don't get involved. That's between them and their doctor and you know, their spouse.
1: Okay, so what do we say? Give us, Sears in the right direction.
2: Yeah, okay, so I'm thinking of you. Things that don't always have, you know, require a response. Um, I'm thinking of you. I'm praying for you, if you were truly praying for them. Mm-hmm. Um, we are here for you. Um, you look rested today. Like, you don't have to say, oh, you look beautiful, if, you know, they don't have any hair, and they, they don't, they, they look tired and haggard, and they, they don't feel beautiful. They, they know that that's not a... Sincere thing. Do you know what I'm saying? They they know they don't look well. Of course, they are beautiful. But if that's sometimes, it's better to say something like, "You look rested today. You look like you have some energy." You know, Um, this is this is really a good one. No need to respond to this text if you're texting somebody. It's really hard um, because that's how everybody communicates these days. And so when something happens, you you might get this person might get hundreds of texts, and there's just it's so overwhelming and you feel guilty you want to respond to all of them but you can't keep track and it's just so for someone to say I'm thinking of you just want you to know that no need to respond it's so freeing and it's almost a gift even if you're calling no need to you know I'd love to talk but no need to call me back um, also, um, what not to say? Did you get that food I dropped off on your porch? I mean, it's just people want to know, and I get it. But this is an instance where you just have to let it go, right? And if they know, if if they have a meal calendar and they know, you know, food's coming, they've they've received it. They will let you know if they didn't, but they don't have the energy to text every person that drops off food and say thank you. Like, you just okay. kind of have
1: to let that go. I'm jumping in. I'll tell you the one of the best gifts that I think someone gave to someone who was really sick was um, and had, like, a huge meal delivery. You know, meals were brought for weeks and weeks on end. Yeah. And she, a friend had printed up for her. Thank you note cards, you know, that were already mm-hmm. engraved and written, but basically it kept her from having to write a thank you note for every card. You know, it said, you know, thank you for the outpouring of support, and I'm so kind, and, you know, I'm so grateful. Our family is so grateful to you. And basically all she had to do was just kind of sign it. Because I think That's a lot of people, great, yeah. no matter what, are going to send thank you notes, but yeah. they don't need to, but they just, they, it's ingrained in their right. blood to do of it. Of course, yes. Um,
0: and when a I have friends like so. that, when I drop off the food, I like make them hold my hand and say, look me in the eyes and say, thank you. And, and they're like, what? Yes. I'm like, say thank you. I'm like, good. We're done. You said, thank you. Do not write me a thank you note. Cause there's, you know, <laughs> I, know so I know, I'm know. i like you, yeah, I know they just, they're so polite and they want to say thank you. I'm like, but you just did, we just did it in person. Don't send me a note. You have a new baby or you're homesick. That's the whole it's reason. It's so hard you for dinner. me too.
2: it's so hard for me to, to accept when people say that, um, But if they say it, then for sure. And like, I love your idea too about the already printed cards. Or if you have a friend that's coming, stopping by to visit you and you have, you know, you want to write thank you notes, that's something she can do um, and just do them for you.
1: Okay. So what are some other things like that? I like that. Thank you. note writing. I would never have thought to do that, to sit and write thank you notes.
0: Um, Can we talk about something that could be awkward? What about these GoFundMe accounts or a bank account? You know, how, how do you think those get started? Do you think that's something that a friend says, I'd like to do this for you, and I know people want to help but don't know how to help? Or is that like insulting to someone to say, can I do that? You know, what, what do you think are the manners around when someone's sick and it, it results in a financial need? Um, how do we yes, handle I that? Yes, I think
2: um, if, I don't, I think there's, you know, different opinions about those. Um, I, I would hope that someone would ask the person before they just set it up, of course, um, because they may not want that. Um, so definitely if you have you know if you think that's a, that would help the family ask them um, another option that's a little bit more private is to set up I've seen families not families but friends of families set up um, accounts at local banks and you know it will just it won't be you know shared on social media or Facebook or anything like that it's just a private donation for the church family or the school family to contribute um, and it's not you know it's It's just a different way to do it that's not public, I I would say. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, Okay, that's great. Okay, so
1: let's talk about some more helpful things you can do um, when you have a sick friend. or Let's just say this is something that comes up. Sometimes I will see something, a social post somewhere, and I won't know the person, but I'll be moved and I'll be touched and I'll want to do something. What do you do when, as you said, kind of the ring system, when you're in a very far out ring stratosphere?
2: Yes, Okay. I um, had so many people that were. I had a personal blog before Do Say Give that people shared. And um, this, I started the blog when I was on bed rest and had the child with medical problems. And people found, you know, heard about me and sent me, you know, emails and notes. And, and it meant a lot. Um, you definitely don't ever want to just show up at someone's house if you don't know them um, or, you know, anything that would cross a boundary. But I definitely think if you're in the same City, um, and, and you are familiar with them enough. That you have their address, um, dropping off a, a gift or food. I mean, I had a, we've had so many people that were just praying for us and moved by our story that would um, you know drop off meals or drop off um, activities for our girls, our older girls, to do um, and things like that. And I think there, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I think it's just so it can be so meaningful to the family.
0: What about Definitely. visiting someone in a hospital? What, I know you, you've got some great tips for both the etiquette of visiting and what to actually bring or not bring.
2: Yes, this is a big thing for me because I've spent a lot of time in the hospital on bed rest and, um, and then obviously you know, having children, we've all been in the hospital and received visitors. Um, okay, so the biggest thing I, I think I'll start with is kind of the etiquette of like germs. Um, and some people are just very laissez faire about germs, and some are very um, paranoid about germs, especially if it's you know a cancer patient or a baby in the NICU or something like that. And so, always be you know wash your hands, use the Purell when you're coming into somebody's hospital room, um, and don't ever, even if you know if you think it's not a big deal, but don't ever bring a sick child or a sick or if you have a little cold don't visit someone in the hospital, even if it's just a minor cold, and you think, oh, it's just allergies, because it may not be, and you could really like in- infect somebody at the hospital or someone with a weakened immune system, or a newborn baby. Um, right. So that's always, like, I don't know, we've had two preemies, so I'm very paranoid about that. Um, but this is, this is kind of another etiquette thing that just kind of drives me crazy, but don't ever use someone's in-room bathroom. I don't know how y'all feel about that, but I just think it's <laughs> I weird. I that happen
0: to me. That is Especially so Especially
2: like yeah. after a new baby, there's just so many things in there, that you don't want people to see. Mm-hmm.
0: Right, right. It's a, a it's one. just a time where it's like, well, like father-in-law's using the bathroom,
2: not appropriate in the, in the postpartum room, but, um, also, this is something that, you, that people may not think about, but if you're visiting someone that's, you know, having treatment for something, um, and the, doc, the doctor comes in making their rounds, um, be polite and step outside the room. They may not want to, you know, all of their, you know, medical things going on, and that's, that's you know, doctor patient inf- patient, you know, private information, and most likely the doctor will acknowledge that, but, um, but it just, you know, don't make it awkward and just say, oh, I'm going to go down and get a drink um always when you this is another thing when you're visiting someone in the hospital never show up empty-handed and i know we're going to talk about gifts but even if it's just you
1: know a sonic drink like be helpful oh wait seriously my favorite yeah. did you see that in my <laughs>
2: no I, oh i did see that yes i mean sonic drink iced tea whatever it is like just what
1: bring something okay Someone brought me after my C section a sonic drink, a dear friend, and literally it was as I mean, she could have brought me like gold bouillon and it would the sonic drink would have been more valuable. <laughs> I the ice, it's the ice. It's the ice, I don't know, it was the cherries, it was the coldness. I think my throat was trying, I didn't even realize it. And to this day, I bring it to other people hoping they will get the same joy that I got out of my son.
2: One of my favorite things to send people is warm cookies and milk. Um in Dallas we have a company that does that and um, but new moms especially are just like starving, you know, like by the time like everything, you're, you know, they're back to the room and they're settled like you're just you could eat anything. So I, I think food is always a good and, and especially for the husband too. Um, like think about bring don't forget to bring them a sonic drink too.
1: Mm-hmm. That's, That's a good point. You know what I do, which you're gonna think is really weird. I've only done it for a few people. Let's say it's in my like circle of three or four. But I'll go to Home Goods, or I'll even bring one for my house sometimes, and I'll get a lamp to bring to the hospital. I hate the overhead
0: lighting. You are <laughs> so, so lamp idea. <laughs>
1: Because well, I'm weird about the hospital, the hospital lighting is always horrific, right? And <laughs> lamp light makes you feel like you're at home, right? I mean, because obviously I love you have on your site, bring a beautiful blanket and, you know, bring your pillow from home. I mean, those things are necessities. I love those ideas that you have written down and like a good pillowcase. You have to make up the bed and make it because like hospitals are not healing places often. They're places you go and you get through for kind of triage help. And I think the more you can set them up to look like a house, the better.
2: For sure, especially if you know they're going to be there for a while. Um, anything to make it a little bit more cozy and, you know, even if it's, like I like to give gift baskets or kind of a gift bag full of goodies, you know, hand lotion and um, like a warm cozy wrap that, you know, I think that's a great gift for someone that has an extended hospital stay mm-hmm. um, because doctors are coming in and out all the time and visitors and chaplains and sometimes you're like you feel exposed like you just you, you know mm-hmm. I don't know so having yeah. just a, a, a spoil them with a luxury like cashmere wrap or, or just one you know from target but just something that they can that's not a bathrobe that doesn't feel like pajamas but you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying just something that's kind of cute But when and they're wheeling you for
1: tests you know like yeah. you going to go down to x-ray and something yeah. you want to just not be you know Okay what, what I'm
2: going to ask hospital. y'all your opinion about this cuz I don't think everyone agrees with me but what do you think about bringing children to the hospital like I just have a thing about bringing children to visit, at least new moms in the hospital, and really most people in the hospital. I just, I mean, unless it's like family, that's different, but like, do you bring your children when you go visit your friends, new babies? No, I don't think
1: you've met my children, Lee. Um, okay. <laughs> they would pull out every tube, plug wire. They would destroy the room. No, no. no I'm always surprised by people that bring their children and
2: see. The, I don't know. It's just if it's, I just don't if it's think family, that's the place. and they want
0: to meet like the new cousin. That's I would different. Bring them. Yes, but, yes. Yeah, no, I would not. But see, the truth is, like I'm not a big hospital visitor.
2: Like no, I, I, I love kind
0: it. of feel like the rule is, if you're sick enough to be in the hospital, like. You know, and maybe it's different if you're, you know, in for an extended stay and it's like, I'm on bed rest and I just need visitors. And, and that's different. But if it's Oh, I'm a, like, such
1: a creepy hospital visitor.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just am like, I'm in the hospital because I'm sick. Like, I don't want to talk to, like, that's when the B team comes in big time. It's like, if you are B team, do not come. Like, do not come.
2: Yeah. And, and this is this is how, what else like don't for people that are like on the other side of it and they're in the hospital, like, and I had to learn this, like don't feel bad for saying no. And you know, no, it's not a good day. No, I'm not up for feeling for, you know, thank you so much, but I'm just not up for visitors today. Um, and sometimes people that come visit some people, and even if you do that people will just show up there's always people that just show up and it's just totally awkward and you're like why are we here why are you here um and they just don't get the hint to leave even like this you know they just don't get it like when when I had my first baby and um, we were um in Connecticut and you know you just have no idea what you're doing I am not one of those like People that look like a goddess after they, like Princess Kate, like after they get have birth. And, you know, I just felt awful. I hurt. And we had some people from our church come visit the next day. And she came with her husband. And, again, this is another thing that's, I generally would not bring along your husband to see your friends in the hospital. I just don't think it's, you know. A lot of people feel uncomfortable with that, especially if you're, you know, new to nursing and you feel awful. I don't know. That's just my opinion. But anyways, they're they're from South Africa and they just have a different culture. And, you know, I was kind of waiting for them to leave to try to nurse the baby because I was oh, didn't know right. what I was doing. You know, it's very awkward at first. You're like all contorted different ways with the pillow, and it's just mm-hmm. you just not fun. And um and they just and finally I was like, oh, I think the baby needs to eat, and they were like, oh, it's fine, go ahead. You know, we're we don't oh. care. And I'm like, but I care. <laughs> you know, I care. Oh, yes. And finally, my husband's like, you know, I think Lee's having a hard time with this. I think she'd like some privacy. But it took him saying that before they got the hint. Like, I just, oh, I'm not comfortable breastfeeding in front of people yet because I literally don't know what I'm doing. Oh, it's you so know? hard.
1: It's so hard.
2: It's so um, hard. And so don't, and I've had to learn that over the years. Just don't be afraid to say. And this is my like all time like do you say give line. If you follow do you say give, it's so empowering to to say, I know you'll understand. I know you'll understand, but I'm really tired. Or I know you'll understand, but this, um, it's just, I don't feel like talking about it right now. I know you'll understand, you know, whatever it is, just add it to the end of that phrase. And people are not going to argue with that.
0: I I wish someone had told me that my first baby was, it was, he was uh, so hard. He didn't eat, he didn't sleep. And Any, I mean, it was just 24 hours. I mean, I know everyone has their first baby, sorry, but this was like the world's hardest baby. And so many people wanted to stop in and meet the baby. And I wish I could have just said, I know you'll understand, but like, I, I, I'm, you know, I haven't slept. I need, I need some time. I can't entertain and wonder about when the nursing schedule is. That would have been, that would have been so freeing. Oh, I love that advice. Okay, we're going to get into some gifts, but first I think this is a good time to take a quick little break and tell everyone about our sponsor today. Yeah,
1: we've got Peacock Alley. And for those of you unfamiliar, Peacock Alley offers luxury bedding and bath basics. They're basically a fine linen company based out of Texas. Kirsten and I had the delightful opportunity to try some of their product. And I got a sheet set that is truly one of the most divine things I've ever slipped into. Um, That sounds really inappropriate, but it's wonderful. Um, We are really enjoying them. We got a king Sateen Sleep Um, sheet set and what did you get Kirsten you got um... oh
0: I got a shower curtain and I'm so excited because I really upgraded and I've you know trashed my just target shower curtain that was all stained and my bathroom I I mean it is amazing just like the it just looks like a grown-up bathroom now (laughs) because shower curtains are tough like they don't always look that good this is so lovely and I got it monogrammed um
1: Oh, I can't like, imagine that. Wait, I know, it's
0: shocking. Kirsten got something monogrammed. Um, but I love monograms, I do. But um, the choices were beautiful for the monograms. One, they were just really, they were not your everyday monograms. They were really unique and cool. And it was so cool. It came with a little card that says, This was personalized for you by, and the, um, the artisan had signed their name on it, like with a pen. I mean, that's it was very, cl- that's I That's really classic. I know. That's lovely. Well, it's very, I mean, that's very a sign of, 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 serious quality here. Um, you can just tell these are, these are like, this is when you're ready to make some grown up purchases and something, you know, you're going to have and hold on to, and you really want to buy something of quality. Uh, this is when I would really recommend going to Peacock Alley. They have been around 45 years. Um, Based in Dallas, it's it started by a single mom. I mean, this is like a legit time-tested company. Um, they even have a a money-back guarantee on their duvet inserts or their pillows. You can return them for a full refund if you don't well, like those. So and that's, that's what they're amazing. famous for.
1: Um, so they're famous for their White goose Down Pillow. And I kind of always like that. You know how you go to a restaurant that's been around for a long time and you say, you know, what's your specialty? And they'll always say, you know, they always have one. Uh, Peacock Alley is known and beloved. They have multiple products. But their White goose Down Pillow is a true, tried and true favorite. And they even have a pillow test you can do. If you, It's called the Pillow Test. If you lay one of your pillows down and karate chop it on your bed um, and then fold your pillow around your arm, if it bounces back then it's a healthy pillow. But if it doesn't bounce back, it's time for a new pillow. So everyone, get out your pillows, go to your beds, karate chop. I'm going to do that as soon as we're done taping. And if, if, for example,
0: your your pillow does not bounce back, what you're going to want to do is go to peacockalley.com slash the home hour and use the code the home hour at checkout and you'll save 10% off. So again, go to peacockalley.com slash the home hour and you will save 10% off when you use the code The Home Hour. And the reason why we're having you go to peacockley.com slash the home hour is because they have let Graham and I create our own personal collection. Big with- mistake. <laughs> 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 so you guys can see our favorite products. But truthfully, there's really nothing on that website you wouldn't want to own. It's absolutely lovely stuff, really high quality and we're saving you 10%, so go ahead and give it a try. I hope you guys enjoy all of your products as much as we have enjoyed the ones that we were fortunate enough to get to purchase. They are a new favorite. And by the way, if you are looking for a cashmere throw to bring your friend in the hospital, let me tell you, Peacock Alley. Um, it, it was kind of the perfect sponsor for this episode. because Yeah, they, this worked out very nicely. You would think very oh, nicely. Kind of So stuff. again, peacockalley.com right. slash the home hour and the home hour as your code to save 10%. Thank you, Peacock Alley. All right, so Lee, let's do get into to gifts because you're good at good at finding the perfect gift. What do you bring someone when they're in the hospital?
2: Okay, so um, it can be we kind of mentioned kind of luxury type things that are cozy and like a, a wrap or a, a nice blanket or pretty sheets for their hospital bed. Um, also, um, things like scripture cards, encouraging um, like adult coloring books that can be cathartic with. With nice a nice set of colored pencils mm-hmm. um, you can even do practical things like gift cards to um meal delivery services like an uber eats type place or a um mm-hmm. like i made a gift basket once and had parking passes to the hospital garage for visitors like the husband because it can add up like a lot those hospital garages that's uh, so yeah also um and in Dallas, I hate telling them all the wonderful things we have in Dallas, but they probably have them in other cities. But there's a company called Cherry that will go to where you are, your house, the hospital, and um, do manicures and pedicures. And when I was on bed rest, it didn't exist. And I just, des- I was desperate need. <laughs> you know how you get that feeling. I just have got to have a pedicure. And um, it was just so hard to find someone to come do that. And so that's a gift that you could, if you're not in the town, you could, you know, find someone to do that for them um, or, you know, a your certificate to do that. Um, I'm trying to think what else I I mentioned. I loved your
1: Spotify playlist and you say make a playlist for them. I think that's a really cool idea. Yeah. Like make a list list
2: of great podcasts
1: (laughs) and, uh, songs and, uh, also. Oh my God. You just gave me the best idea. Captive audience. I'm just going to show up at the hospital and give (laughs) everyone a Spotify playlist with our podcast on it. Yeah, you should. (laughs) They're such a captive audience.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's <laughs> I really, I, that's how I See, kind of dis- This, this is different why I have a podcast podcasts. with her. She is, she's, she's good at marketing. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um, well, okay, awesome. sorry, and I,
1: I promise I'll stop segueing. but you reminded me of the creepiest thing I did. You're going to leave. This is just going to like, you're going to want to hang up right now. Okay, when we first, when we lived in DC, my husband was working, I was job searching, right? But as you know, you can't do that for 16 hours a day. And so we had this rehabilitative hospital for indigent patients, maybe two or three blocks from my house. And I got the great idea that I would, you know, get my mind off myself and go do a service project. I mean, a lot of these people were kind of coming off of dialysis and, you know, they had limbs removed. And so I brought all these big, thick, fluffy socks. And a lot of them were like very old patients. And I just went around and nobody stopped me. It was like a, must That's have been so a while sweet. ago. Well, no, no, but I put the socks on the people <laughs> while they were sleeping. And, I, and, I, and then sleeping. I also brought bananas, which was really random. I don't know why I thought people wanted socks and bananas, but I remember this woman, she woke up from sound asleep with me putting socks on her feet and she just started screaming bloody murder. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> that very and They, they kicked you out of the hospital. <laughs> (laughs) yeah I mean totally do not go I mean it's great to bring socks but don't put them on (laughs) sleeping
2: patients yes socks I think are great several people gave me socks on bed rest and it's something you don't think about but it's freezing in hospitals and um, and also like slippers to kind of go back and forth to the bathroom and you don't want to walk on the gross hospital floor so something Mm -hmm. cute and fun also like lululemon and like those kind of places like people sometimes like to, you know, if you're a cancer patient and going back and forth to get treatment, um, you know, some, a cozy, but kind of athletic cute outfit to wear is, is, is nice.
0: Let's talk about kids too, because you had some great idea for when children are in the hospital. That's a whole mother ball game. Yeah,
2: it is. Um, so I'll, I will say this, if it's, a, if it's a child that has cancer, you cannot, there, there's restrictions on what you can send. To them if they're in treatment um, or in isolation in particular. So, if you have a, a, a child, a, you know, a friend with a child who's in the hospital with cancer, call the gift shop and they will have something specific usually that they can send or they will give you guidelines about what the hospital allows. Um, but for just surgeries and other things, um, obviously toys and, um, you know, coloring books and stickers and they're practical. Um, you know, the children love sweets and cookies and those kind of things that they can have. And um, One of the things that my daughter liked when she had surgery um, was something easy for classmates to do is just send videos, like have your like, child, like, a little message, you know, hi, I'm thinking about you, this is what we did at school today, and just text it to the mom, and it's just something that they can watch and oh, take their mind that. off things. And if you have like 15 or 20 videos to watch, they could just watch them all day. They just, they love watching their friends on video. Totally. That's
0: a great idea. I like that. Or yeah, I, I like how thought, you said, yeah. I thought it was sure. clever that you also talked about, I guess, for, for children and more for adults and for children, but the uh, like the group gifts, that's yes. a great idea too, like for an office or, you know, someone like you, maybe yes. some, so, some yes. small group that you're in, a parenting group yes. or a Bible study or something. So let's talk Bible about that.
2: It's okay. Great. So gift, like a gift card basket is so helpful. Um, some people will do things like, um, let's go decorate their house, and get permission, of course, but if it's Christmas time, and and they don't, they don't have it in them to, like, decorate their house, like they usually do, either pay a decorating company to do it, and chip in, you know, everybody chip in, the office chips in, the Sunday school group chips in, or go do it yourselves, and make it, like, a family thing, um, lawn care, like, a lawn care service is a great group gift, um, also, this is something, um, for, cancer patients that are on a restricted diet or a whole food type diet, um, you can set up an account at a local juice bar. A lot of them will deliver. So if they have, you know, if they're trying to have a specific diet, those things can add up. As we know, the whole good foods are expensive and juicing can be expensive. And so that's a great, like you just all chip in and do like a really big gift card to one of those kind of places.
1: I think this must be fancy Dallas. I don't think the delivery juice bars have made it different. I know. You know I'm
2: sorry. I just rub it in with all the wonderful things we have in Dallas. Oh, but um, even just a gift card would be would be great.
0: Absolutely. Well, and if you have a gift card, too, you could probably use that with Uber Eats. And I know a bunch of, like, juice bars right. here are on those. A lot of times those mom-and-pop um, ones are, are totally on Uber Eats and on um, Grubhub and, and all of those. That's great. That's an awesome idea. And the
2: Insta- I don't know if you all have Instacart, but most cities have a grocery delivery service. That is huge. Like if you could do a gift card, a group gift card, everybody chip in for a grocery delivery service, that can be just so impactful to a family that's so busy.
0: Totally. Yes, Graham and I uh, just went on a little trip together and I I Instacarted I was I actually was sick and I Instacarted all some medicines and, um, Aww, and stuff to our room, and I have to say, it was amazing. It was such a game changer. Graham, you should have done that for me, is what we're saying. I think. Okay, so I want to talk about. <laughs> I don't the have other- much
1: pity on Kirsten when she's sick.
0: I want to talk about the other people in the hospital. Um, all right, so here's the crazy thing. My dad's a doctor, and I'm amazed at how kind people are to their doctors. I don't think I've ever gotten my doctor a gift in my life, and Cheers, people just always—I know. My dad comes home with so many heat because he's a—he's he has a lot of older patients, and they'll make him like homemade jellies. And people pe- when I was pregnant, people were some of his patients were like making me baby blankets. I mean, unbelievable! I, it's unbelievable how thoughtful some people can be to. The medical staff, the nurses, and the and the doctors, um, in the hospital. So you've got some thoughts on that as well.
2: Yeah. So. Um- one thing um that friends can do if you if if you do have like if you have a friend with an extended hospital stay um be like take do that for them like my friend when i was on bed rest for a long time my friend would bring bagels once a week for all the nursing staff because i wanted to do something for them but i just didn't have the capacity and so that was something that she did for me so i could do for them And, and that just meant so much another idea is to um put, like, a bowl of candy out as a little sign that says, you know, nurses and techs, please take one, because people are just in and out all the time, or cupcakes or bunt cakes, whatever. that um, It just means a lot. My husband would um, often order pizza for the antepartum staff um, on Friday nights because he was there late, and it was just something easy we could do. But, when you know, when I first had my first daughter, I, I don't think it was a thing to, like, bring your nurses gifts and your doctor gifts. Um, but it definitely is a thing now. Wouldn't you all say, like, to bring... Like, have those as part of your hospital oh, yeah. bag. And so, um, so I, you know, have some ideas on my blog for, you know, nurse gifts. But I do think it's nice. I mean, I brought my um, doctor, um, one of those nothing bunk cakes when I came for my follow-up visit after six
1: weeks, you know, just, Lee, I'm so grateful. I, I want to know what your gifting budget is.
2: <laughs> I know. I just, I just love it. I love it. I just, it's just, you know, everybody has their love language and that's definitely mine. You're mine is,
1: gifted. mine is, believe it or not, gifting as well, but it's not, yeah, yeah I, I, that's, that was surprising when I found out I was a gifter. Yeah. <laughs> caught me off guard. I didn't realize it. Um, any more things to do for nurses or doctors or staff just kind of food and stuff like that
2: yeah i just think food is just always welcome um, for you know for staff and don't forget the the techs because sometimes you just think about the nurses but there's some amazing techs that are doing the laundry and you know i had i had one that came every day and changed my bed and you know did stuff that i probably you know just clean the bathrooms and you know stuff is just not very fun but they do it with a joyful heart and i just wanted to do something nice for them so you know, make sure to include enough for those people and you know the front desk lady that sits at the desk every you know every day on, on your hospital floor um but yes i think food is, is always the way it's always a sure bet
0: that's lovely that's really thoughtful um gosh well you know these are the moments in life we don't always well the births are, are joyful but you know these are hard times um, and just showing extra kindness in them is just i love this this is really uh this is really
1: nice. I would encourage everyone to go for more practical tips and tricks. Go to do say Lee has a voluminous amount of things you can do. You will not be left without at least a list of 10 things you can do for someone in your life who's hurting or struggling. And if you've enjoyed this show, thank you so much. We asked you to leave us a review on iTunes and thanks to everyone for listening. Welcome home.